to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. and welcome to Empower, the podcast that has one sole purpose, which is to inspire you to live your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a lawyer, girl power advocate, grown independent woman, of course. I'm obsessed with self-love and personal development. So now I'm also the host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will do my best to make sure that you can take something meaningful from this podcast and apply it to your everyday life. But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. So before I even say anything, and if you follow me on Instagram, you're going to know what I'm talking about. If you're listening to this episode and you're wondering why it sounds like there might be a faint dog bark in the background, it's because there is. And it's one of the neighbor's dogs and it's been going for about 30 minutes and this guy is just not stopping. So he can be my first unofficial guest. Yeah, if you can hear him, it's happening. So I'm sorry, we're just going to push ahead with this episode, but that's today's FYI. Anyways, I'm back after a week off and I swore to myself I wasn't going to take a week off all year from the podcast, but I reached a point where I just had to choose between feeding that stubbornness and totally pushing myself past my limit to get a new episode out, which probably wouldn't have been an episode of good quality because my heart wouldn't have been in it, or I had to bite the bullet and just call it. So I called it, which is why today I want to talk about burnout. I know we generally think about burnout as something which is work-related, but at this time of the year, everything's crazy. Like, for me, for absolutely no reason, I've decided that I'm going to get all of my Christmas shopping done by the end of November, and I don't know why. I Maybe I think it's going to make my December more fun and less stressful, and I'll soon find out if that's the case, but has it meant that now I'm obsessing over making sure I meet this... Christmas present deadline that I've made for myself, yeah. And truly, if I go any harder, I'll put myself at risk of burnout just because of the Christmas presents. So it's not just a work thing. Just for context too, the reason that I skipped last week's episode is because in the week prior, when I would have been planning and recording, I was with my family. 
we had a tangi, so a funeral, and it led to a spontaneous trip home to Mohaka, which is a very small settlement between Napier and Wairoa. I'd never been there, but I had known about the whakapapa connection that I had there. And quite honestly, the whole experience became a huge spiritual awakening for me, which I'm still very much processing. So I will talk about that at another time, as well as sort of the relationship that I have with my culture with being Māori, because it's something, I would say that it's something that's been quite turbulent for me, definitely in the earlier part of my life. So it's quite interesting, but I feel like I'm just not ready to talk about it yet. I will, but not yet. So yeah, I went on this trip with my Fano and that was amazing, but it took everything out of me because I wanted to give every part of me to it. I know it's not the case for everyone, but a huge part of me understanding the totality of who I am is understanding all of those who came before me. And it's so significant to me that I needed to be completely present. And I'm sorry, it meant the podcast took a back seat, but I'm glad to be back. It's good to be back into routine. And I am now an even more full version of myself than what I was before. And I didn't even know what I was missing. So I'm happy to be back. Lots to talk about as always, and good to reconnect with you guys. So I caught up with one of my best friends the other day, Alice. I've spoken about her a few times on here, and I actually would love to get her on to do an episode with me at some stage because we've got some stories. She's also a loyal listener to the podcast, so I know she's listening right now, and I mean that. We're going to do that the next time you're here. But she's also a lawyer. She is absolutely killing it in her game. A bad bitch. It's why I love her. And I asked her what I should do this episode on. She suggested burnout, so it all came together. We are very close to December, and I know that this time of the year, shit starts really ramping up for many of us. We've got deadlines to meet, which means inevitably more pressure and stress, not just at work, but also at home combined with having to get things organized for Christmas, like I've already said, and the upcoming holidays, as well as the social pressures throughout the holiday period. We've all got Christmas parties and and all of that good stuff. And that's just your standard December. This isn't even taking into account the impact of COVID-19, not only on everybody's mental health, particularly those living in Auckland if you live in New Zealand, but the way that it has completely impaired our ability to make any plans around Christmas or holidays. And I've got my brother and my sister-in-law, they live in Auckland. They're going to stay there. I've got my parents in Christchurch who are going to stay there because they're a little bit concerned about, well, what's going to happen? What if COVID starts spreading once everyone in Auckland is allowed out? It's just extra stress on top of the additional stress that we're already used to kind of managing around this time of the year. And of course, these are all factors which increase the risk of burnout because there is so much happening, it can just get all too overwhelming to cope with. So how do we identify burnout? As usual, I conducted some very serious research by way of a Google search and it came up with the 12 stages of burnout, which are Excessive drive or ambition, pushing yourself to work harder, neglecting personal care and needs, displacement of conflict, no time for non-work related needs, denial, withdrawal, behavioral changes, depersonalization, inner emptiness, depression, and mental or physical exhaustion or collapse. 
First of all, if you identified with some, many, or all of these stages, same, you are not alone. Secondly, and this is more confronting, I thought at least half of these were personality traits of mine because I've lived with them for so long, but I've actually just been in a constant state of burnout for many years, which is nice to know. Some of the signs of burnout are poor performance, cynicism at work, reduced creativity, exhaustion, headaches, stomach aches, and I know there are a bunch more, but these are the things that you want to look out for. And if you're questioning whether or not you might be burnt out or might suffer from burnout at different stages or have done in the past, just Google it because there's heaps of resources available to help you figure out what's going on with you. And on that note, if you think you might either be suffering from burnout or at risk of potentially suffering from burnout, especially at this time of the year with all of the busyness and craziness and excitingness of Christmas and New Year, what are some of the practical things that we can do to avoid falling into that space and being burnt out? And I want to keep this simple because we don't need to overcomplicate it. And to be honest, you're probably already going to know a lot of this. But let's go over it. We need the reminder at the moment. Number one is exercise. And this doesn't mean going to the gym. I've said this before. It's just about moving your body because it does make you feel better. It also forces you to take time out from whatever it is that you're focusing on and putting all of your energy into to just take a breather and get your lungs moving and listen to some music or listen to a podcast or an audio book. Whatever makes you feel good whatever gets your head into a different space. Number two, eat a balanced diet. I know I sound like I'm taking the piss when I'm encouraging you to eat a balanced diet ahead of Christmas. I have spent a good part of my day trying to figure out whether or not to order Christmas cookies because I love Christmas cookies and I get them every year. But I know, especially this year, I've worked really hard on repairing my relationship with food and eating better but it's Christmas but then I don't want to start making excuses for Christmas because it sort of undoes all of that work but at the same time it's Christmas you know so like trust me I am not someone who is placing myself on a pedestal and looking down at you if you're not eating enough vegetables in your day okay I get it but eating a balanced diet does help And I take this day by day. If you have a shitty day of eating, all good. Move on. Try again tomorrow. You can always try again. Like for me, no matter how deeply I understand that eating a whole block of chocolate is not good for me. If I am weak at the supermarket and I go into that confectionery aisle, I know what I'm going to get. If there is a block of chocolate in my house, I know what I'm going to do with it. So the best thing that I can do to stop self-sabotaging myself in that way is just to not have it in the house and to incorporate healthy, fibrous, nutritious foods into my diet. And ultimately, I feel better for that as well, not just because I've made a good decision, but I feel like shit when I eat a whole block of chocolate. And I know that even if it's just small changes to improve the way that you eat, whether it means eating an extra piece of fruit a day or figuring out how to incorporate another vegetable or a new vegetable, try it. Number three is good sleeping habits. Get into a sleeping routine. Improve your sleep hygiene. Try not to spend as much time on your screen. I need to do the same. Try not to have a TV in your room. I also need to do the same, but I've got another person in my bed that would like to fight me on that one, so that's all right. Well, It's a work in progress, like I've said before. If you are someone who's working and it's a really busy time and you're just trying to get all your work done and you're working past 
10, 11 midnight, call it because I don't know, there are a few people that somehow just work better under extreme pressure and exhaustion and stress. But for most of us, that's not the case. So call it. If you're tired, call it. Go and have a sleep. Start again tomorrow. Wake up early. Prioritize working on making sure you get enough sleep for you. Number four, organization. So I'm an organizing psycho. That's why I am trying to get all the Christmas shopping done before December. The one good thing that I can say about being super organized and being a list person like me is that when everything's organized, when you write everything down that you need to do, it means that it gives you space in your head for other things. So instead of constantly having things rolling around the back of your head, like, oh, I've got to remember to do that. I need to remember to do that. I've got to do that next week on Tuesday. Instead of having those things flying all around in your brain, if you can write it down and have a list of things to do this week or things to do this month, then you're creating space in your head so that you're not using up energy and exhausting yourself trying to remember to do everything. And part of being more organized includes prioritizing rest and that's not rest as in I've done a thousand words and now I'm going to stay sitting in the same spot and playing on my phone that means stepping away and actively resting which is not engaging your brain on things that will tire you out and that includes scrolling on social media like I very frequently treat TikTok as my rest like I've I've earned this I have earned half an hour to scroll on TikTok and find fun, exciting things. It's not rest. So prioritize rest. Prioritize mindfulness if you have it in you. It's something that I'm working on. I've done a terrible job of it so far. It's going to be one of my New Year's resolutions. It's one of my tomorrow resolutions. Being organized also includes setting aside time for the things that matter to you. So it's not just about rest. It's about doing the things that fill your cup. So for me, it's spending time with my dogs, with my partner, with my friends. It's FaceTiming my parents because they obviously don't live here if they can't be here. It's working on my podcast. It's working on the creative projects that I've got going on outside of work. Those things fill my cup. And actually, I don't know how I've missed this. It's because I'm it's been on my brain for the last like week and a bit, but spending time with my whanau, going back to Mohaka, going to Wairoa, going going for a drive, reconnecting with the whenua, like that stuff fills me probably more than anything else. Learning more about my whakapapa, learning more about the reo, like working on that because that's going to be a long time journey for me. How many times do we say that we want to do something? Because it really does fulfill us. And then we just never put aside the time to do it. That's what we need to be doing. And if all else fails, if you're trying all of that, or if you're struggling to get through that, or if you just want to do something else to avoid burnout, ask for help. Just ask for help. Whether it's talking to someone that you love, talking to a professional, ask for help. And another more general point that I want to make about burnout and the best ways to avoid it is that If you know that something in your life isn't good for you, it's taking too much of your energy or it's stressing you out or it is not serving you or emptying your cup, then change it. The other day I was talking with my boyfriend about how I'm so thankful that we live a really peaceful life by comparison 
and I hadn't ever really taken the time to think that way. Then I realized that I changed something quite significant a few weeks ago and that was my job and then I've had this really significant experience with my whanau and with those changes has come this really big shift in my perspective of my entire life. It's given me the time and the space to appreciate what I was too stressed and overwhelmed to think about before. Especially, I'm, and I'm talking about my job, it consumed me. My last job consumed me. There's no denying that. And so now that the role that I'm in doesn't do that to me, doesn't have that effect on me, it is 110% without a doubt improving my life. And hopefully one day I'll look back and realize when I'm looking at those 12 stages of burnout that none of those were necessarily personality traits of mine at all. And that this feeling of constantly being under pressure and constantly stressed about something actually isn't natural. It's not necessarily the way that we need to live. There's a limit to all of that. And I'm, I'm working through that stuff. I am rediscovering who I am because the person who you are when you're stressed that's not you. So I encourage you to do the same. Prioritize yourself. Think about the huge stresses that you have in your life. Think about what you can do to improve that. And it's not just about avoiding burnout. It's actually about improving the quality of your life because all of these things intertwine. They're part of the same thing. The better that you are at taking care of yourself, the more that you can get from the world. And on that note, I will love you and leave you. Make sure you do something extra special for yourself. I will be doing a few more episodes up to the end of the year, just about managing the stress of this time of the year, as well as just my standard episodes, because it's important. December is like the busiest year for everybody. And the better equipped that we are to handle that, the better we're going to feel about it. I'm also going to do a few episodes. I'll do an extra one because, like I say, I'm crazy. And if I had not skipped last week, the last episode of the year will be episode 30. And the last episode of the year will still be episode 30. So there will be an extra one probably around New Year's because I want to do a little bit of a series on New Year's resolutions, setting goals, keeping goals, that sort of thing. Anyways... I hope you have a fabulous day or night, whatever time it is for you, and I will chat to you next week. 